0: I'm physically living out what I learned, right? And what I mean by that is one of the biggest things that I've learned, and it's what he has taught us forever, was don't get married to this, right? There's more to life than this. This ain't gonna last forever. We don't know when. We don't know when I'm gonna stop writing songs. We don't know when I'm gonna stop producing. We don't know, you know what I'm saying? And so don't allow this to be the only thing that you rely on because this ain't the only thing I'm relying on. You get what I'm saying? And so because of that, that gave us all in whatever, you know, to whatever degree, it gave us the mindset of like, okay, there are other things that you can do, right. That will allow you to be successful outside of music, outside of recording records. Right. And so, um, I'm literally, I'm literally living that out now.
1: What's going on, everybody? we your hosts, Malcolm and Brittany Garrison. And you're listening to Let's Talk About It.
0: Let's
2: Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials.
1: As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions.
2: And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk
1: about it. Let's talk about it. We are joined
2: today by our sister, Mrs. Charmaine Broom, better known as I Ain't No Chef. But I be chefing. Hashtag are you okay?
0: Period. Are you okay? You are not okay. You
2: are not okay. Um, so Charmaine, um, I mean, I'm gonna let you do it, do your whole intro and all that stuff like that, but we always wanna make sure that we pay homage and honor. Um, the people that we feature on our show are individuals that are doing some incredibly dope stuff as entrepreneurs, as business people, as wives, as husbands, as dads, as mothers, all the things. Yes. Um, But it's people in our life in particular that we want to make sure that we highlight because we believe that um, sometimes it could be a little underrepresented in, in being seen for what it is that you do and the greatness that you possess. So we want to thank you for joining us on the show Mm -hmm. um, so that we can highlight all the dope stuff that you've done and
0: are doing. Man, Thank y'all. I appreciate it. Uh, You know, that means the world to me, but, do y'all know how dope y'all are? Like, yeah. y'all are, y'all are like moguls in the making, bruh. That's hilarious. We're, we're, so hey, it's amazing. We're, we're,
1: we're chilling. Choosing, you know? We are chill. well, We receive From your mouth Right. Exactly. We receive it.
0: Come on, Holy Spirit. Exactly. But no, I'm honored to be here. Thank y'all. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, well, let's go ahead and get this thing started. I know, yeah. mouth. I see your mouth already. Oh, what? I ain't got <laughs> nothing. Ha!
1: No, yeah. I, I think I think we should start from the very beginning. Like, like talk to us about your upbringing, uh, where you came from. Okay. Um, you know, and then we can go from there. Honestly. Okay.
0: Okay. So I am from Chesapeake, Virginia, which is um, better known as the Tidewater area of okay. of hmm. Virginia, Hampton Roads, um, and where I'm from we have something called the seven cities. Mm-hmm. So that consists of Chesapeake, Virginia beach, Norfolk, Portsmouth, Suffolk, Newport news. And did I say Hampton already? Hampton. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm from, that's where I'm from. Born and raised. Um, I am a singer. Yeah. I am a wife. I am a bonus mom. I am a bio mom in waiting. i I yes. think I still am because right. maybe this journey is difficult. Can we talk okay? about it? We could definitely talk about it. <laughs> this journey is difficult, um, but I am a bio mom in waiting. I'm still trusting and believing that God's promise is going to be fulfilled. Um, and I'm a blended family enthusiast, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, now I'm a chef. Well, I'm not a chef,
2: but I'm a <laughs> right? chef. Ray. right? Right, because she was formerly known as the Sangin' fool. I so was. If you don't, if you if you are new to Charmaine Broom, and I ain't no chef, but I be chefing, you may know her as you might right. know me as the Sangin' sang- fool. The you sang might know fool. me
0: as, but no. So, born and raised in Chesapeake, um, and I went to uh, the University of New Haven in West Haven, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and I studied music business. Okay, mm-hmm. but I hate school. Okay. Still to this day, I hate school. Now I want to go back to school, but yeah. the only reason I want to go back to school is because I want to pledge, aka. That's just it. Right. You know, I've
2: been thinking about that. You know, them 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 graduate chapters. Like, you got to go to school though. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Now if I could pay my
2: way in, you hear me. Definitely I definitely would. You an AKA on here and you know how we can get in without having to do all the things. Cause my mom my family is first fan. Mine
0: too. You know, my mom my mom was a AKA. My mom and, and I too? started to pledge. Mm. But then there were some really crazy things that they were trying to get us to do. And I was like, baby, I ain't doing that. See, that's
1: my thing. If you pledge and they the hazing stuff, I don't think I would have last. I'm not doing that. Sorry, I wouldn't have I last,
0: and then it's like they
2: can't really tell you what they be doing, like when they cross, they you can't. know what I'm saying? They can't really they let can't. you know what you are in for. They
0: can't. But I told my mama. I called my mama and I said, "I said I don't know. if I'm, I'm gonna be able to do this because they want me to do this and this and this." And my mama said, "Do I need to come up there?" Ooh. I said, "No, I'm all right." I was, She was like, "Cause baby, you legacy. You not doing all of that." Mm. So, but nevertheless, I came offline. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't complete the process, but. I would go back to school just to do that. Mm. But um, I majored in music business management. and um, But I wanted to sing. That's all I wanted to do. Mm. And so I got put on academic probation because I didn't keep my grades up. Lost my scholarship. And I came back home to be with my parents. I started doing taxes and selling cars. And I worked Dang. at this. But I, I held down three jobs. And I it's so crazy that we're talking about this now and I'm talking about this now because I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff now. Yeah. I've been doing this. <laughs> like I ain't new to this. I'm, I'm actually true to this. For sure. <laughs> that is, that is crazy. But, um, so I was doing all those three things and then I got a phone call one day and, um, I was, they were like, you know, can you come do this record? And I was like, hex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, my whole my my career was 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 taken off.
1: Let's talk about this because I yes. wanted to know how did you even get into music? How did you know that you had the gift to sing and all that stuff first? Though
0: well, I was actually it, it's like it was it was passed down like from my dad and my mom, okay. and so my dad and my mom they were both singers, but my dad was the minister of music at church. Okay, um, he was well known in the area for his music, mm-hmm. um music was just a part of his whole entire life, even before he went to school. Right. Mm. And so, um, my whole family could sing, especially Mm -hmm. on my dad's side, like they had singing groups and, you know, they were well known in their area. And so, um, it's in my blood. And I believe from what my mom and my dad told me when they were still alive, um, that I was three years old and I was standing in front of the TV and Whitney Houston was on the TV mm-hmm. and she was singing, um, how will I know? How will I know? And I was Same. trying to emulate that. That's and when I, the way that I emulated it, my parents were like, she got it. She got it. Ooh. And so it was from that moment from that, from what they have told me that they begin to cultivate that and they begin to nurture that mm-hmm. and um, it, they didn't stop. Mm. even when I was you know in my later latter years and I wanted them to stop yeah they wouldn't stop Mm -hmm. because they obviously saw something in me that I just uh, at that time didn't even see in myself Mm. you know I'm grateful for it now you know (laughs) but back then I was like I don't want to sing again like again you want me to lead another song at church You know what I mean? you no, I
2: don't want I them. feel like church kids Thanks. when you when you grow up in church, you just be like sing that do that dance for your auntie, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, "This is not even fun no more, like I thought this was cool, but you're making yeah. it really, really, really overbearing, but yeah. your first gig now, so you go do the record, do you know do they tell you who you sing it for when you go to do it? He called me, oh, it was him, it was him, oh
0: God,
2: let's him. tell the people who he
3: <laughs>
0: okay, who is oh so, it's Kirk Franklin, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even still to this day, the top selling gospel artist in Soundscape history. And it's crazy because the type of child that I was, and I still am this type of person in real life, right? But I was so bold mm-hmm. growing up, mm-hmm. I was fearless. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not gonna tell me no, and if even if you do tell me no, I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm-hmm. and so I grew up saying like if I would see somebody in the mall that I felt could help advance my career, I'm gonna say, "Can I sing for you real quick?" Mm. And if they said no, I would just start singing anyway because I believed that strongly in my gift mm-hmm. and how I just knew like you you' gonna wish you wouldn't have told me no right, right, and so, um. I would kind of get a thrill out of it sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? And so Mm. I would, you know, I would sing for them. And nine times out of 10, that would turn into some type of meeting, Mm -hmm. whether it became a long lasting work relationship or not you still knew who I was, mm. right? And you still heard me. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's the that's the attitude that I had my whole life. And so I was a part of uh, an organization called the Gospel Music Workshop of America. Mm-hmm. For short, it's GMWA. Mm-hmm. And I would go every summer, my dad would write songs and he would have a record that we would record every year. Um, and so back in the day, um, Kirk would come because at that time he was just huge and so not that he's not any longer but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so we would he would come and he would um do a concert for the kids and so we were in in like youth rehearsal one day and he came through to just thank everybody for letting him come and for whatever reason I was like can I go to the bathroom when he was leaving I was like I gotta go to the bathroom so I ended up walking out I was bored I didn't really have to use the bathroom I just wanted to get out and I saw him and so for the first time I was scared mm like you sing? I was scared to even approach him
1: got it okay
0: and so I was like Nah, I ain't gonna do that mm. but then I saw his wife and so I was like okay so I walked up to her and I said hi told her who I was and I said how can I get your husband to hear me she was like oh well you can send your record to you know would you would you would for your soul I was like no nah. <laughs> like I'm talking about like now and she was like oh okay Well just follow me around, you know, and then I'll introduce you. And I ended up singing for him and that was it. He was like, Where are your parents? Mm. I need to talk to them now. How old were you? I was 14. Mm. He was like, I need to talk to them right now. And so talked to my parents and we tried for years to just work together. Um, I think the first major project he approached me to do was Kingdom Come. I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. that movie. It was Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Um that didn't work out. But I say all that to say there were so many attempts, you know, but we kept in touch over the years. He even spoke at my high school graduation or Mm. baccalaureate. And, um, and then one day he called me and he was just like, would you want to, Would you? Would you mind doing a record with me? Crazy. I was like, What am I? Mind? Are you nuts? <laughs> what? Like if I would have been saying back then, are you okay? I would have been like, Are you okay? <laughs> you are not okay. But no, yeah. So and that's how it happened. And the rest is literally history. The rest is literally history.
1: Did you know? Like, was you trying to be a, a gospel artist though around that time, or you were just singing the same?
0: I was trying to be an artist, but I think. I think I was more so trying to be an artist because that's what my parents wanted me to do. Mm. Mm. Especially my dad, right? Growing up with my father who was my father, there was a lot of pressure with that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I felt pressure to walk in his shoes. I felt mm. pressure to do what he did, right? And so um that's how he groomed me. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I didn't really have any other choice. Yeah. So I'm just going to make it make it do what it do the best way I could. Um but in all actuality, I just wanted to sing, mm, right. you know? So I didn't even go into that situation hoping that Kirk would sign me as an artist. I went into that situation as a very, I wanted—I was very open with being a part of a collective mm-hmm. project, right? Yeah. And I was excited. You know, yeah. that's all it was about for me and always has been.
2: So you were with Kirk for how long?
0: Well, technically, before the pandemic hit, hmm actively working for 15 years that is a long,
3: that is a long year, time
0: 15 year career 15 year career and some of the best 15 years of my life
2: i mean because that's when we I, when i met you you were you know i just was like i told your husband don't mess this up
0: <laughs> you know what i'm saying you like
2: did? yes because wow right, you know not off no cloud vibes but i get like, it i get it bro like like this is this is just this is lit. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? This is somebody who's on pack. Because I think sometimes when you get in a relationship with people and you're kind of in your thing already. Yeah, it's being partnered with somebody who has the same level of, level of drive. Because your husband's a musician as well. Absolutely. And you know he's on the road. He's on tour. He's he's, he's playing for some incredible artists as well. So it's like, can I be with somebody? that doesn't match that same level or you know how does right. that work where it's like you already got your own thing you're not looking for me looking to me right. to put you on nothing like right. it's right. like y'all were equally yoked from that like right. um we was listening to a podcast earlier and it's like sometimes people take equally yoke and they only attach it to spirituality or like Facts. religion like Facts. you know oh if you're a christian then you can't right. be with an atheist you can't be with a muslim right. but it's like right. it's also in like work ethic exactly. drive it's you know mindset mind, all mentality all those type yeah. of things like that and so you know i i tell him for sure like hey Not right now <laughs> don't mess that up i mean funny. it just it just That's looks funny. it's look like it's gonna be good it nah, looks it like it's right. gonna it work sense. you right. know what i mean yeah. it looks like it makes sense and y'all been to y'all been
0: together how long now Golly. well we've been technically together for about 10 years mm-hmm. but we've been together Right, <laughs> for about oh for about thirteen years. You know,
2: we all have those. You know, we had a long you know, relationship. You know, we're
1: yeah. coming up on ten Definitely. years together. Yeah,
2: in uh, March. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: How do you keep that gig for fifteen years? Like,
0: dude, honestly, like I feel like
1: 100% a hundred
0: percent of it. Let me just say this: ninety percent of it has to do with your attitude mm. it has to do with your willingness to adjust and adapt mm. it has to do with your humility right mm. it has to do um with how you carry yourself mm-hmm. right and how you treat others 10 mm. percent of it is is your gift yeah right your gift doesn't keep you there right what keeps you fun. there is your attitude mm. what keeps you there is is you being humble you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so um, I really think that that's, that's what kept me there. And also, too, like, Kirk spoiled us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, he spoiled the heck out of us. So he it's like, bro, I ain't trying to go nowhere. Yeah. Right. I ain't trying to go nowhere. So you, know you know trying what I'm to
2: stay on the team. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to stay until the wheels fall mm-hmm. off. You know what I'm saying? Because that, to me, it's a gig of life. No, Especially where it. gospel and Christian music is concerned.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's the gig of life. Who's bigger than him? You know what I'm saying? So I think my
2: question with that is like, he's been ever changing. You know, um, I mean, still. what was your first record? Hero. Hero. Ooh. Which is my favorite record. You record. Hero.
0: my hero. Oh, you came, came to save the day. Wow.
2: So from Hero yes. to your most recent, you were on the last record too.
0: What was the last record? It's been so many. Right. Uh, Jesus. You know it. Yeah, uh, it's not Losing My Religion because no, no, that no. was... Oh, it's it's uh, the one after Losing our Religion. Theory. Love Theory.
3: Love
2: Theory. Is that the name? Long of it? Live Love. Yeah, Love Theory? Long Live Love. Yes, that, ooh, yes. that, that one was good to me. Yeah. Me? So it's like when you look at like his career and being with him for that song uh, that long before you got there, Kirk was silver and gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, the evolution of Kirk Franklin in particular, like being able to see that front row and center. Yeah. What did that teach you about business? What did it teach you about your gift and being able to adapt and change? Because I, I don't even know how old Kirk is. Kirk don't look however old he is. He, he don't sound how old he right. is because his sound has changed with the times. Right. You not, he not still doing silver and gold records. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. Um, he's not still doing hero records. Right. He fits in each... He yeah. <laughs> well, how long has he been in the industry? 30, 40 I years? I don't even know. 40 years you know what I'm saying let's say at least 30 years but it's like music has changed so much throughout that time so what did you learn like having that front row seat of adaptability and like changing with the seasons changing with time so that you can remain relevant because everybody still to this day no Kirk Franklin
0: yeah absolutely I think honestly I'm I'm physically living out what I learned Mm. right and what I mean by that is one of the biggest things that I've learned and it's what he has taught us forever Mm -hmm. was don't get married to this, Mm -hmm. right? There's more to life than this. This ain't going to last forever. We don't know when, we don't know when I'm going to stop writing songs. We don't know when I'm going to stop producing. We don't know, you know what I'm saying? And so don't allow this to be the only thing that you rely on Mm -hmm. because this ain't the only thing I'm relying on. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so because of that, that gave us all, in whatever you know to whatever degree it gave us the mindset of like okay there are other things that you can do right Mm -hmm. that will allow you to be successful outside of music outside of recording records Mm -hmm. right and so um i'm literally i'm literally living that out now
2: Mm. do you feel like having a leader like that that tells you this is good I got you for I got you for life, right? But this is not all you are. What do you feel like that does for the psychology of somebody? Because essentially, you're still, you know, even though you work for him, you're still an entrepreneur. So, what do you think that does for the entrepreneurial mindset to not feel, you know, I'm with this to the wheels for all our Ain't got to change nothing. If we, if right. we don't have to. Let's not. Right. But what does that do to the psychology of feeling okay with if I decide to shift?
0: Well, see, for me, I think. I would be able to better answer that question if I was already an entrepreneur when he did that. Mm. I think that him saying what he said was what sparked the entrepreneurial mindset in mm. me, right? And my, my mental wills begin to start turning mm. even in that moment to think of, okay, well, what else could I do? Mm. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, um, honestly, it saved me mm. because it's like, it automatically took me out of a mindset of what I was so comfortable in already. Right before he said that, I didn't really see myself doing anything else. Right, I couldn't see past that. Yeah, that was forever. But it, yeah, but until he said that, it was like, okay, so not only are you, not only have you hired me to do a job, and not only have you, um, taken me on to walk. Your journey with you, mm-hmm. but you're also teaching me, right? No, outside of music, no gatekeeping. Something that's got no gatekeeping, and to me, it just really made me wonder. Like, dude, you gotta be one of one because I don't know anybody else who's in our field, any other colleague that i may have that may be working for another artist mm-hmm. we've never ever had those types of conversations the conversations have always been y'all get ready to go on tour too okay when y'all date start mm. are y'all mm. working on something you know what 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 y'all working on mm-hmm. it's never been it, it was never on some like what else you gonna be doing while you at home mm. never was able to have conversations with anybody else like that in any other that was working with any other artist mm-hmm. wow which proved to me they're not talking to them like They're that. They're not talking yeah. to them like that. So, you know, for sure, it was a blessing. But I wouldn't even be able to answer that question if I was already an entrepreneur when mm-hmm. he said that. Why, you
3: th-
1: I why do they do that, though? Why do you think they don't They don't kind of share that, like, this is not the end-all, be-all, like, learn another skill? Why, why do you think other artists don't do that?
0: You know, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe some just don't don't know or they don't think about it at that time because yeah. they're just on such a high mm-hmm. and they may feel like they're not able to see past where they are at that moment you yeah. know what i'm saying and i so, don't know
2: but i think
1: use uh, touch of reality too sometimes probably. yeah
2: we've talked about this too on the show and i mean just in personal conversations that when you're in a space where you are with people right. you do know to some extent, whether, whether people want to admit it or not, and maybe I shouldn't admit it on a podcast, but whether you want to admit it or not, there is a part of you that knows that if you give people that level of freedom, that there's a possibility that they can leave you.
0: Now, that's possible Prematurely. Too. That's you know, possible too. For what
2: you consider premature. But
0: that would all have to do with their level of insecurity. For sure. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously, Kirk is definitely secure, mm-hmm. enough to even come to us, And I'm not even trying to be funny, you know, for people who may be watching this podcast, there are people who have their favorite Kirk has gone through several rounds of singers. Right. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that we, the group that I was a part of and still am a part of technically, um, we've been the longest standing singers Mm -hmm. that he's had. Right. Mm -hmm. But I believe that there are people who have their favorite, Mm -hmm. right. During whatever time, you know, people were there. Um, but from what I can say, from the team that I've come from, I've seen nothing but straight security in him. Like he's, he's, he's not insecure when it comes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's what made it so easy for him to even say that. Mm-hmm. But there probably may have been a little bit of, you know, I'm sure that they might not leave me now.
1: You
3: yeah. know what I'm right.
0: saying? hmm but there was still sincerity in what he said and genuineness in what he said yeah. at that yeah. time. You know, so I don't know, but I'm grateful. No,
2: no for not sure. Fair. That's I mean, I think that's just a strong leadership quality because Absolutely. it was something that I had to actually shift to as a leader and somebody in business. Okay. Like, there was a period of time where I'm like why are you even talking about anything that's not this? Yeah. <laughs> you know sure. what I'm saying? Don't, sure. don't talk to me about nothing else because what I understand is I've, I've been able to be successful in an area. And what I'm actually trying to do is show you how to be successful in that area and not realizing that things shift for all people. Yeah. And so what might've been something that you love today, you might not love tomorrow. Yep. And am I willing to, I got to a point th- uh, this past year mm-hmm. right before the year was over where I was kind of telling people like, yo, this ain't all you are good at. I actually had a conversation with somebody, literally told them, Don't do this because I believe that the value <laughs> that you have think, yes, yep. is greater than what you're will you're trying to build. And yes. if you keep building this, you will never get to where you're trying to get to because you're confining it yes you're confining your gift that's so much bigger into this box yes. and it's literally business financial suicide for me to tell you this
0: yes because that <laughs>
2: impacts my income if yeah. i tell you that yeah and if you yeah. choose to listen to what i'm saying that impacts my income my my imp- my income all that kind of stuff like that but i was i, I felt like uh fulfilled in uh what do you call it in church they call charging okay <laughs> okay and okay. yes. charging you to oh, go me. out into the waters yes. to pursue what makes you feel good <laughs> yes. even if it doesn't benefit me Absolutely. and I think like I said I think that's just such a huge thing because in a space of leadership there is the truth is that well I can empower them so much that they can actually go and lead me and I remember we were watching um, Isaac Karee um, on yes. Tanks podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was saying that y'all had a show one night and Kirk was like, bro, you have the number one record in the industry right now and you out here doing backgrounds for me. Uh, go push a record. Yeah. When I heard it, yeah. I said, boy, what? Yeah. Right. That is I mean, yeah. such a great lesson on leadership and, and love for people. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure.
0: And even in that conversation um, that I'm talking about when he was telling us, you know, mm-hmm. this ain't it. He... Begin to tell us, think of other things that you want to do, mm. right? Where you can make extra streams of income, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's write a book, whether it's whatever. He even said to us, if you want to go back to school, mm. I'll pay for it, right? Wow. I will pay to help you start a business, mm-hmm. like whatever you want to do. And I just feel like, yo, we need more leaders like that. Yeah, Can you mm-hmm. imagine? Yeah, where many of us would be Man. right now, if mm-hmm. there were more leaders like that, mm-hmm. you know. So shout out to Kirk Franklin. <laughs> shout out to Kirk shout
1: Franklin. To when you when you got married, yes, it's still a pivot in life. And for us, when we got married, we were still hustling, and bustling in our business. Mm-hmm. But for you, how how was the? Did you have to struggle between being a wife and your career at that Ooh. time? Um. Like, do you feel like you had to choose? Because y'all were on the road, both of y'all. Oh, yeah.
2: Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, y'all was on the road no, crazy. I didn't feel like I had to choose.
3: That's good. At
0: all. And he didn't feel like he had to choose either. Mm-hmm. We were excited mm-hmm. because we were, you know, working and working for top artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And to us, that was like success, mm-hmm. right? That even though, yes, bits and pieces of it, bits, bits and pieces of it were successful.
3: Yeah.
0: But because we've grown and evolved, right. We're eight and a half years in now. Yeah. We are beginning to experience things where we know, okay, this is success. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When I say this, like financial wealth, financial literacy, Mm -hmm. business ownership, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so, um, but we didn't have to choose. We were Mm -hmm. having fun. You know, I think things got really, weird for me in my workspace once we started to try to have a baby mm. okay, because I felt like if I'm on the road a lot and we're trying to get pregnant, I'm not home enough for us, us to even have sex.
3: You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> like, And
0: I would be so frustrated because I could be on the road and I'm experiencing things in my body where I know I'm fertile mm-hmm. mm. and we can't even get to each other. Ah. But it's sperm to meet the egg.
2: Women, like know,
1: women know this? When yes. y'all, when y'all yes. first?
0: are first? Absolutely.
2: Not? How do y'all know this? Ovulation phase. If you ever want to you know you get horny you doing ovulation? Exactly. If you ever want to know uh, when why, when, your, when your when when your woman starts to initiate, you know. Oh yeah. That's what Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: That's the, all right, fellas, look out. <laughs> She's still initiate. She's trying to get pregnant.
2: You might not be trying to get pregnant. What you said is do women know when they're fertile? Yes, oh, because yeah. that's when our bodies literally are. It's like a craving. Like, I need this. Exactly. So when you start, when men always talk about, like, women don't initiate. Right. But then they randomly do. Yeah. That's ah. when you
0: know what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's when it became to 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 just get a little weird for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. I knew at the time I wasn't able to quit my job. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because number one, God didn't instruct me to quit. Mm-hmm. And number two, I didn't want to quit. Right. Yeah. That's my, we di- we were family. Yeah. So it's like, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love it. And so, um, that's when it kind of got difficult, but we never had to choose.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. I never felt like I had to choose.
1: I just asked you this yesterday. Didn't I? Like you did. this we talked about today. today. I said, when we have our second child, are you ready for that? Because you're trying to shift into a new career. Mm -hmm. And are you ready to take that, that time apart and step back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you're going to have another child? And I think that's a a reality that a lot of people don't think about. Okay. And couples don't have the conversation around because Mm -hmm. I'm foreseeing like, okay, is there going to be resentment if you want a, a child and you get it, but you're not feeling fulfilled in your career or whatever you want to do, is there going to be resentment between me, the child or whoever, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. There's, there's a lot more, I think that women have to endure with the thought of wanting children. It's career, it's setback, it's get back. It's, it's so many different things where it's like, then it's like, you have a moment where you're kind of figuring out what's the best time. Or like you said, like I'm on the road. I don't even have time to have sex. Oh yeah. That's crazy. I never even like thought about that. Like, dang i'm living my life i have this incredible career i want to start a family but now i have to feel like i'm gonna have to choose right right that's crazy i mean but i definitely want to i mean we talked about this earlier before Mm -hmm. the show but like you know your your fertility journey and all that kind of stuff like that like how has that impacted strengthened or challenged your relationship your career
0: um in the beginning it was very difficult, right? Mm. Um, Tario and I were highly impacted. And I will say, you know, it's not that you put the blame on one person Mm. versus the other, but I could put the blame on myself for this particular conversation piece because I wanted a baby so bad. Mm -hmm. And for me, because I didn't know about, I didn't know a lot about, it being hard to get pregnant. I didn't mm-hmm. understand why. Yeah, And so because I am always up for a challenge mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm very competitive in a lot of areas. I took on that approach when it came to our pregnancy journey. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he didn't have that same approach. Mm-hmm. Right. My husband is, you know, he's extremely faith based. Mm-hmm. I'm faith based, too but I'm more reality based too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? you like me. So, right. So like, for instance, (laughs) like when the pandemic hit, you know, I'm just like, bro, how are we going to pay this mortgage? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We already behind a month. Yes, we have COVID, you know, they're, they're, they're putting things in place where people can go into forbearance Mm -hmm. or then, you know, you know, presenting options or whatever. but, because I'm afraid of the unknown and I don't know what these options are going to look like. I need to see everything yeah. yeah, in order to be comfortable. He ain't like that, right? Tario, I remember one time I was like, babe, what are we going to do about paying this mortgage? Like, we, mm-hmm. done ta- we done started dipping in these savings. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's just like, I don't know. But I'm going to go to the gym.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and I see you you get back home. And I'm just like. He's like,
2: I t- I'm a faithful tither.
0: Bruh, that's his thing. I pay tithes, so I don't know. And see, me, I struggled paying tithes for years. Mm-hmm. I didn't really start being faithful in paying my tithes until this year. Mm. Was, I'm sorry, until last year. I'm thinking like it's
1: 2022. something I'm trying to Friends.
0: grow in. Yeah. You yeah. brought up
2: the conversation for reasons such as this. Yeah. So wow. for me,
0: it's like, you know, but when he's on his way back home from a gym, he's like, I got two calls while I was while I was gone to do some programming. Mm. And it's paying X amount of money and what that amount of money was paying was like at least three months worth of bills
3: Wow, cool. you
0: know so for him it's like girl relax you know but mm-hmm. for me I'll just be like no so I mean when we were trying to get pregnant it's like every time I saw that joke I'm like take your pants off <laughs> you know what I'm saying like let's go you know I'm ready you, you ready let's go you know and so but it began to be a thing for him it's like I'm. is this all I'm good for Mm. And I ain't about to start crying. It's okay.
1: Stop, it. Brittany. It's okay. I, I get it. I, I get it. But it's it. like, you I'm know, no, yeah. when you we were trying. crushed me.
0: Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't ever want you to feel that way. Like a piece of me. I don't want you to feel like a piece of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that was the straining part. Mm-hmm. And I just had to really get to the point to where I'm like, all right, God, okay. You know, if you gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we did the IVF gift, Mm -hmm. won the IVF, the round of IVF IVF, but we still we still haven't done it because he doesn't believe
2: in it. So he's like, I need the Lord to himself. God is gonna come on down and say
0: He's gonna give us a miracle. And I'm like food, this is the miracle. Do you know how much Mm. IVF costs? And it's free for us? It's free. Come on, dude. And it's still, it's
2: free. It's free still waiting on us. It's still free. And then it
0: turns into we're not putting that medicine in your body. Mm. Mm. I need my wife. Yeah, I don't need you getting sick. I don't need you, you know, catching some type of disease years down the road, Mm. all because it's connected to these shots that we're going to be doing. Like, we're not doing that. Mm. And so, it was very stressful. But now it's just like okay, whatever happens happens. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, we still believe God. We do. Fact. We do. You we know. Do. We, we had to get agreement? to that. Honestly, we had to get to that point though in order to have Kaden. Like literally, oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, we were trying yes for a long time. Yes. And I felt pressured. You okay,
3: know what I'm saying? Okay.
2: Was not really pressured? It was.
1: It was. <laughs> she she even uh she was about to have us get tested. Like she got tested.
2: Really? Oh yes, for I, yeah for uh, I did like uh,
1: what did you say? What, what what was it for? It was what for fertility you... or for yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was
2: something. Yes, I um, it was some. You know, they do like the dye test. Yeah, where they um, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it does, but it's like some dye test where they check to see. Oh, it's for your fallopian tubes to see if when um, uh, like does does it go? Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't it's know. It's called H H. Oh, God, I can't think of it. But I'm just talking about where they yes. push the fluid up to see mm-hmm. if your fallopian, tubes yes. are, your fallopian tubes are clear. Mm-hmm. We've done that, too. I yeah. got sick really? as a dog. Did you get sick? I don't even work call. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I know I got a bill. Oh my.
1: First of all, and you, <laughs> you know, mean, know I'm hot. I got a bill, listen, too. <laughs> you know and I ain't me. paid. And I've never Tuesday? paid it. Either. We'll Tuesday. never pay it. <laughs> what? When, listen, when I saw the bill, I said, first of all, this is why I said, chill out. I'm good. I know I'm good. I know what I've been through in life.
2: And I think, well, the other thing was like, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but the other thing is like, you know, being being in a state where... We got pregnant in college and, you mm-hmm. know, terminating a pregnancy because we just, we wasn't ready for that. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So, yeah, terminating okay. a pregnancy at, what were we, 20, We were 20, 21
1: 21.
2: And, yeah. you know, so for me, I thought I was being punished. Like, no. Dude. Like, this is this is
0: punishment,
3: guys. Yeah,
2: thought-
1: I have
0: felt that way before, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not happening because of the things that I've done in my past. Yes. I've never gotten pregnant before, you know, when I, tar- before Tari and I got married do I believe I, I did have an episode where I felt like I did have a miscarriage, mm-hmm. something that I've never shared publicly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but before then I was just sexually active. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? No one goodness. Well, my parents taught me, yeah, you, this ain't what you do. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you grew up in the church, mm-hmm. they teach you P. heaven P. or hell. Yeah. You know, you have all of these different things that mm-hmm. are just, that are just thrown at you. And so, I'm like, this is punishment,
1: yeah. No, facts.
2: I really felt that way for a long time, and it. um, even even in that moment, I remember every and you probably experienced the same thing like, every single month, my cycle would come. I'm like dude this is crazy like I, I did all the good like I, I, I understand that I was in my, my, my mess yes yes, <laughs> yes but now that I'm out my mess I'm good, and I'm, I'm trying not... to do it right like the least you can do is on the you know and, what I'm saying we and, made and, it and Tarrio has said that too you know he has
0: said that many times he's like God I'm doing it right this time right you know right, what I'm saying right. like mm-hmm. I've even had a child out of wedlock mm-hmm. and I know that it wasn't pleasing to you but now I'm doing it the right way and I'm trying to have a baby with my wife yeah mm-hmm. like why like why yeah. are we why are we having to go through this you know um those moments didn't last long because you know he gets his stuff together real quick
2: it's a man thing it's weird so it's we, like they go I, take a shower and they come back it's like they washed off their worries they come back regular it's so weird what? It's, so-
1: it's called suppression okay. and it's not healthy okay but it is effective to get through the next thing of life you know what i'm saying like if i had been as worried as you i don't think we would have had our child you know what i'm saying like when you, was, you were when literally I like, you need to get tested. I'm like, babe, I'm not getting tested, I'm good.
0: I was just trying to make sure the swimmers are swimming.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking so about? So, you
0: never got tested?
1: No, I never did that.
0: So, let me ask you this I'm not doing that because understand. see,
1: and I saw her bill hell no, I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no, like for me and Brittany, maybe you're able to kind of expound on this too. Like, y- Tario did get tested. Mm-hmm. He got a whole sperm analysis. And he got stuff for days. <laughs> but, you know, for me, it wasn't like he was uh, reluctant mm-hmm. when I asked him to do things, mm-hmm. right? How did that feel for you? Did you feel unsupported?
2: Yes, in those moments because it was so... I think the issue became like everybody around me started getting pregnant, but they weren't trying. Baby, yes. So mm. I'm like, I remember I had a dream about his best friend and his wife. um, And they also had their first, they were on the podcast before. They had their first child out of wedlock, um, our goddaughter. Okay. And then they end up getting pregnant the day she goes to go get birth control. Well, finding out that okay. they were pregnant, they go to birth control. I had a dream about it the night before. Okay. Mm. He calls Malcolm. He said, guess what? I said she's pregnant, and they're like, "Dang, how you know that?" Uh-huh. And the crushing weight of like, oh yes, rage. I remember I oh, called yes. my best friend. I was like, "This is I'm 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 a terrible person. Why do I feel so yeah wrong?" about right. like why am I upset at you right. for you you know and this, and I think because he goes we wasn't even trying and I'm like <laughs> Yeah he did say figure?
1: that are you okay said- you are no. not
2: okay <laughs> and so I'm like in my I'm in the room and I'm like my my skin was hot yeah so now I'm like you need to go get tested I got the ovulation kit yeah. I'm I'm testing that every single month and I'm just like why wouldn't you want to support me in this and he's like because we're fine it's just not time. Oof. And I'm just like, <laughs> What do you mean it's not time? Yeah, 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 right. what do you I mean? It's like off. and I'm like, because for me for so long, because of a terminated pregnancy when I was in college, he told me and then following that, he told me when we were in college, I will I wanna propose to you, but I can't. Okay. Because I know you want to get pregnant because of that. So I'm not wow. willing to compromise. Mm-hmm your life at 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. When I know you haven't accomplished anything, wow. literally, wow, you know, so why would I do that when I know you long for that? And so for five years I suppressed that and acted like it was not a desire for me. So you think about all the times when we were getting married or we got engaged and, you know, Tario, you know, Tario love telling somebody, Oh
0: know, yes, he does.
2: Oh yeah. Y'all about to get, y'all about to knock that baby out. Huh? And I, you, you remember, I, you always be like, Nah, no, nah, no. Nah, y'all got that uh-huh are you cool no no no. we're good uh, we're good okay and it was a coping really mechanism yeah. up until yes, ma'am. um i met one of my friends her name is kiana and she i told her about i don't know why you know do you have those days when you kind of like be telling people stuff and be like why did i just tell you that Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Why would i tell you that and yeah what i don't even know you like that like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah i tell her all this stuff and she was just like how does that make you feel i was like i'm cool. Chill. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, Cole, Brittany. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of it, this, the people in the podcast, you guys are actually getting a whole <laughs> version of me that I have just become because I would never Maybe. I'm like, no, cool. Chill. Yeah. Don't bring me that. I'm good. Yeah. Trust me. I'm cool. Don't worry about it. And she was like, what does that mean? Like, like, what do you mean you're cool about it? Like, Ooh. and I'm like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> yeah, like, stop yeah. asking me more questions. <laughs> yeah. And I remember pulling into the parking deck and I, we was living in Buckhead and High Rise. I remember pulling into the parking deck and I could not get that question out of my head. Okay. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? And I'm like... No ways, why do you what what shut up, you know, yeah, and over time, like it just I realized that I had this want that was so buried deep inside of me, yeah, because of my my sin, you know what I'm saying yes, and not to mention like the first time I've ever told anybody, I just told my parents before the podcast came out when I talked about it, really, so you talk, yes, my wow. parents just found this out last year, that's nine years ago,. Dang. You know what I'm saying? And so for the amount of years that it was inside yeah. of me hiding it, it's yeah. a se- though not only do I feel this way, I feel bad for what happened. I feel bad for what I did to fix it. Yeah. Then I feel even worse because it's a secret. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's a, a ghost that's yeah. haunting me for my yeah. whole life yeah. that nobody knows about. Yeah. And so in that moment when I actually decided to allow myself to heal in those moments, I think that's where we got stronger because we had to have conversations about stuff that we hadn't talked about in years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which this is why, like, and even, even in premarital counseling, Yeah, we had this whole thing about why, you know, men, they love saying women don't like to initiate sex or they feel unwanted. Okay. Yeah. And we were having a conversation and I was like, I'm afraid to get pregnant again because I ain't doing that no more.
3: <laughs>
2: so we need to make it to this, 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 uh, jumping the broom. Yo. So that I could feel free and not so afraid of, you know, the church. That's crazy. It was a wild time, you know? And so, yeah, the support, it was like I wanted him to want it like I wanted it. Yeah. Which he did not want it, but it was like he didn't want it like I did. And you know, we're I different. didn't want it
1: in the in the way in which you did. Like, I think
2: it's a woman thing, though. It's like when, and you could probably test it. It's like you feel like I, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out why... This is just regular for other people who are not trying to do it. Absolutely.
0: And not even that, why is it happening for people who don't want it? Yes. bad part. Do you get what I'm saying? And say that. And then to add insult to injury, I was going through a season where I didn't even want to go outside mm. because if I would go outside, go to the store, mm-hmm. it's babies all around me. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to Target, it's babies all around me. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to Michael's. Right. It's babies all around me. And then not only that, you got mamas who cussing their child out (laughs) in public. And it's like, girl, why would you, are you crazy? And then I'm just like, God, I would never do this to my child. Mm -hmm. So like, what's 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 going on? Mm You know what I'm saying? So I would hide. I would go out. I would just stay in the house. Mm -hmm. But then I don't even know what occurred, but I literally got to a place where I was like, I need to find something else to do with my life Mm. that's going to not mask the pain, but just help me to get my mind off of it.
2: Because when you you become Mm. obsessive,
0: you become when I listen to listen to me. Mm -hmm. There were times where I would go. When I would be on the road with Kirk, we would get per mm, diem every day, right? I would save my per diem and I would use my per diem and I would drop hundreds of dollars. Or pregnancy tests. Mm. Wow! At one time. Oh, wow! At one time, and I would take the test every day, and Mm. then I would take it every morning, Mm. right? Because they tell you to take it first urine. Yeah. And then if that was negative, I would take one late afternoon, Mm. just to make sure I didn't have a defective test. Right. Mm. I got addicted, but that addiction just created more anger inside of me even though you Mm -hmm. weren't even having sex even though i wasn't even really having sex like that now now there were times where you know tario would come out on the road like maybe once Mm -hmm. or if i had an off day i would fly to where he was Mm -hmm. but it wasn't, there was always still a chance for me. Yeah. I got at least five days that these swimmers is living up in here. Right, right, right. So, yeah, now, you something about the pop-ups. It's really, it's, it's, it's a, it
2: becomes a, like, what's that movie? Obsession? Yes. Like, it really did. It is an
0: obsession, there. and it oh. is a
2: bad obsession. And then you're doing it, but sneakily, because you're not telling your husband. Yep. I was taking them ovulation tests 100% every, yep. oh. And that's not even get
0: to them, because I didn't even know nothing about them then. Oh. I just learned about ovulation tests maybe about four years ago. Oh yes, and then and because I knew that I was I had spent so much money on pregnancy tests, I started joining giveaways where they were <laughs> where was they were giving playing. you yeah. free that's ovulation funny. tests, that and is. I wow. would win it too, and I would and I, them jo- I, would, <laughs> I would win them joints. I would I would win them joints. You hear playing. me? She like, okay, because I was determined, jo- yeah. you know. But at some point, I got to a place where I said, you know what, I got to start doing things, doing something mm-hmm. that's gonna take up my time. Yeah. Because this isn't useful Mm. for me right now. Right. And so that's when I started. um, I wrote the children's book. Right. And so she's also an author. We didn't even say that. I am an author. An author. I am an author. That's facts. And so I started with the first children's book. And that took up so much of my time Mm -hmm. that I wasn't, I didn't really have time to focus on getting pregnant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so. But in that, that was my first like jab at entrepreneur mm. or entrepreneurship, you know. Um, and after I got a taste of that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I could do this.
1: Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, when did you know it was time to switch up your career path? Like, walk me through the story. How did you get into the cook, like the the children's, children's book. book, and then cooking, and not having to. You know, go out on the road with Kirk. Right.
0: Um, Well, I've always cooked, right? I grew up. I grew up watching my mom cook. My mom was just, and I don't know everybody say, "Oh, my mama can throw down." No, no, no. This is a real situation. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about my mama was that chick, and she would people would literally go crazy over her stuff. So it got to the point where my mom. She, and it's, I'm talk, saying this out loud, my mom was an entrepreneur. Mm. Mm. She was an entrepreneur. Wow. Um, She was a flight attendant for 33 years. But on the weekends, my mama was cooking dinners because people were begging her mm. to cook dinners. Wow. Like whole dinners. And she would go to barbershops, sell her food. Then another barbershop would hear about it. And then they would ask her, "Can you cook for our barbershop?" Mm-hmm. Like, and it turned into a thing. And so I grew up watching her cook, and um, she taught me everything that I know. And so I was all I would always cook, but I started in I think two thousand maybe eleven when Instagram like kind of got popular. Um, I would just post pictures of my food. Mm. I wouldn't post the process, just the pictures, and I was doing that for years and years and years. Um, but during the pandemic, mm. we couldn't do nothing. So I was like, I'm not about to get depressed in this house. I'm about to find something to do. And I said, let me at least post the process of me cooking, right? right? And that's how it started. Mm. And so I was posting and then I posted one video. And from that one video, I got an invitation from Instagram to earn money and mm. to monetize from that video. And that changed wow. the game for me.
3: Because <laughs> <That's laughs>
2: I was like, oh, a lot of
0: us boys. now you mean to tell me, right,
3: right, right, right.
0: <laughs> you about to pay me <laughs> to do <what laughs> this? Do anyway. what to I do what I'm, doing? Gonna, what I'm doing anyway? Okay, cool. Say less. Exactly. So I kept doing it. I got that first check and I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't really know if I want to do anything else. Like I'll do these Kirk dates. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to make extra money doing this too. You know, Mm -hmm. and so that's when I really put my all into it. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I was cooking one day and I was doing a video. And as I'm shooting, creating the content, I just said, I ain't no chef, but I be chefing. (laughs) But in my mind, I was like, do y'all see this food?
1: Right. If you haven't, y'all need to
0: go to her page
2: for real because I don't understand. Them taco biscuits? Bruh. Bruh. This is this is what, first thing, you was posting for a long time. I was. I got hit when I saw you post these taco biscuits, y'all. Mm-hmm. These taco biscuits, I literally went to the store, like, because I love tacos. I would eat too. tacos every day. I love them. And taco biscuits is the the combo you never knew you needed. Mm. Yeah. Because the way to biscuit biscuits, <laughs> with that taco on the inside. And that cheese. Bruh. So I'm sitting here like, so now I'm looking at the taco biscuit and I'm scrolling, like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Charmaine, what is she doing? And so now I'm Charmaine like, didn't even know what she was doing. Charmaine <laughs> what is didn't going know. on? She is cooking for real. Like and cause I think because I, I successfully followed the process, I'm literally like, this video, y'all, is literally like <laughs> sixty seconds. Yeah. And I'm trying to make a full blown meal out yeah. of this sixty second video. Yep. And when it came out and it was busting how it was busting, mm-hmm. I said, okay, what else we got on here? Amazing. What Amazing. else we
0: got on here? Amazing. Ma- like y'all, I mean, she really cooked for real. And I love it. Yeah. Like I like But I've it started always, with the chocolate bombs. It started with the chocolate bombs. And let me tell you about those chocolate bombs. Goes back to entrepreneurship. I need I'm gonna make some money. Hmm. Now, my husband has told me, I don't want you working, you know, I'm I got us whatever, whatever. But for me, it was a different thing. Cause I'm like, I want my own yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was like, let me try to figure out a way to help pull my weight, even mm-hmm. though it ain't, yeah. it ain't no weight, but it is a weight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I started making chocolate bombs. Cause my next door neighbor made them. And I told, I asked her to teach me and she showed me. And, um, it wasn't until the following year that I, I took a stab at it. And I said, well, because I used to substitute teach, When those Kirk, when Kirk States were kind of, you know, down, um, I'll just sell them to the school, Mm. you know what I'm saying? I'll go and talk to the people that I used to work with, tell them, Hey, I got chocolate bombs and I'll sell them in my neighborhood. Never made it to the school or the neighborhood. I posted one time on Instagram and it was a wrap. Wow. Wow. It was a wrap.
3: That's and crazy. it turned
0: into a full-fledged business. And that business is Aunt Mama Sweet Tooth, mm-hmm. which was my mom's business mm-hmm. that ah, was yeah. that had been administratively dissolved because my mother's no longer here to keep the business up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I bought it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to go with it. That's crazy. And it's still a business today. I'm still doing things from Cocoa Bombs to now it's turned into gourmet custom cookies.
2: Y'all, mm-hmm. the cookies go crack. Y'all remember them cookies for Caden's
0: birthday? Like, and I love it because Mm -hmm. it just allows me to. I am a creative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a creative. And what I've learned during the pandemic is I am not just tied down to one form of creativity, Mm -hmm. right? I, how dare I, I lived for so long and shame on myself for diluting Mm -hmm. who I really am and what I could do. Yeah. Do you feel like the dilution comes
2: because? It's like you're in a place where you have two things that you or multiple things that you're good at, where it's like, just which one do I pick? You know what I mean? And then it's like when the one that you do pick takes
0: off, Uh then it'd be like, Well, I do kind of like this other stuff. Right. What do I do? Well, when I when I talk about diluting, I diluted myself for 15 years Mm -hmm. when I was with Kirk. Mm -hmm. Because I was comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even give myself the opportunity to even Open my mind even to what else to. I could do. Huh?
2: I said, even though he told you to.
0: Even though he told me. And, and mind you, he didn't tell me on day one. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm talking about this may have been maybe year 10. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And so I was already 10 years in the game. Yeah. And even still, I got it, but I didn't get it.
3: Yeah. It's hard
1: I, to see a life past that, though. In yeah, 10 years, you know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. I, I literally probably left the table like I got time to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not really knowing. No, you don't. Because you don't know what's about to happen. Right. I didn't know a pandemic was going to hit. Right. And then, like, we were on the set of Sunday Best rehearsing. I remember we talked about it. You called me. And production came in like, everybody out. We're going home. Because this is a real thing. It's crazy. And I was like, it's over? Mm.
1: That quick. That fast. Wow.
0: That fast. So can you imagine if I would have really took what Kirk said at that time and started applying pressure to what he was telling us? Mm. Yeah. I would have been more prepared, right? Now, I don't regret not doing that because I do believe that God's timing is perfect, right? Yeah. But now that I know what I know, it's a wrap. Now, I want it all.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: want it all. So, cocoa Bombs turned into me posting more content, mm-hmm. for real, for real. And that turned into a demand mm, yeah. for my audience. Crazy. I've I've developed an audience. And so, now the audience that I have is majorly from what they've seen me do with
1: Kirk. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right.
0: But they've stayed around because they see that I'm a genuine person. I'm dope. I'm cool, whatever. And now it's turning into a inspirational thing. Mm -hmm. People are motivated because they're like, how the fool
1: it's a crazy pivot.
0: Crazy, because I was just about to ask you that. I don't even see it like that.
1: Because
3: I called you and said the same thing, though.
2: Like you were, you were very pivotal in my transition in entrepreneurship. last Really? Yes, because I, you were the only person that I knew at the time that was. It was so left field, right? Like. Cooking and singing are not normal things that go together. They are not things that it's like not, not just a smooth transition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my mom was in childcare and now she's a a, a regional director of childcare centers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not doing the You're not in it, but you're like doing, you're still in the same arena of space or like people who play sports. We know Shaquille O'Neal, but now he's a sports commentator. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 Cooking and touring. Do not coexist. Completely
3: different. You know what I'm saying?
0: Unless you was on the road making meals. Now, there was a time, (laughs) I believe on the Hero Tour, we were cooking on that tour. (laughs) We were cooking on that tour. But that was in 2006. Right.
2: So the thing being like, because it was so different, and what I was feeling led to do was so different. And somebody asked me that the other last week. They were like, why not just shift in the arena? Why Why are you moving to a whole new arena space like you're, you're you're not even and i was like because i've seen somebody else do it you know what i'm saying and I, i've seen them be successful in that but my question for you was going to be how how do you damn i don't forget it was so good too. Um, me, it was about the when she was talking about our audience and it's like like how oh there you go how important do you think or what would you sh- share with somebody who's so afraid to post something different because yeah, it doesn't correlate to with what up. people know you for you know what i mean what, right. what would you share with them in regards to making the transition or just being comfortable with posting it because you bored
0: and you posted right 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 who it's for is for mm.
3: hmm.
0: who it's not for it's not for mm. if they get it they get it if they don't they don't mm. yeah. but that shouldn't stop you from still doing what you want to do you get what I'm saying? It's all about being confident in what you feel you're doing. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I wasn't even thinking about what nobody else was gonna say. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like a thing where I was like, "Should I? Should I think about? Or should I?" You know what I'm saying? I was more concerned about the ideas that were coming to me that that were corny. Mm-hmm. You're a singer, so do a singing cookie show. Are you crazy? That's so predictable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what would you be doing? Like, like, yeah, I no. Cannot,
3: I'm, not, I I'm not doing
1: that.
0: Pick mama your arm,
3: Big girl. Mama, hello,
0: your arm. your arm is on fire. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing that. Like to me, that's corny. Like, I'm going to cook the food. Yeah, because you didn't need a gimmick. I didn't need a gimmick. Mm. I didn't need a gimmick. Because what I was doing was already authentic enough. Mm, you get what I'm saying? So you know, and it, and and there's other things like when I tell you the pivot is so crazy. Like I, and I like I told you, I never even saw it that way, but yeah. I'm beginning to see it now. Oh yes, because there are other things that are happening mm-hmm. outside of Abby Sheffield, mm-hmm. right? That have nothing to do with singing. Yeah, ain't got nothing to do with cooking. Mm. Okay, like I literally, I'm into business now. Like yeah. business credit, yep. building business credit. You, you show me something one time, That's over. That's all you need. It's all That's I all need. need. So I'm in a place now where I don't know how many people who are watching who are familiar with business credit, but you have a Paydex score, which is to your business what your FICO score is to your personal. Mm-hmm. I've developed and, and grown a perfect business credit score. Hmm. So now I'm teaching other people how to do that. And now I've used what I've learned in business credit and the funding that I've gotten from business credit mm-hmm. to scale and grow another business which is a vending machine business yep. yes mm-hmm. it is it has to do with food yep. but i don't care about none of that mm-hmm. what do i care about i care about being intentional about creating legacy at this point yeah, yeah. even though i don't have a bi- Tario and i don't have a bi- biological child together yet right we still have kids We have London and we have our nephew, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Those kids look up to us. And it is our responsibility to make sure that everything that we do, it's going to benefit them in in a positive way. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm going to get this vending machine business. Why? Because it ain't even about none of y'all. It's about showing them you ain't got to work for nobody if you don't want to. Mm. You can do what you want to do and work for yourself. And it's easier for you to work and grow a six figure business than it is to work for somebody else
3: mm-hmm.
0: at a six-figure job. Mm. That's real. When I do this, when I do this vending machine stuff, I may work four hours out of the month. Mm. That's crazy. Out of the month. And it pays. And I do it when I want to. That's crazy. You could do the same thing. Right? <laughs> so now but now that's turned into <laughs> now I'm teaching. Yeah.
1: People
3: teaching people yeah.
0: how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a coach now. Yeah. Like it's just I'm learning that the possibilities are endless. They are. And for me, I am not going to dummy down to just one, to feeling like I'm only good enough to do one thing mm-hmm. because that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true for people who I, my heart breaks for those who work a nine to five and are stuck sitting behind a desk feeling like this is all to their life. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be that way there are so many other gifts inside of you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned during the pandemic. Not only that, Kirk did the map city tour. I didn't do that tour. Mm -hmm. Right. God knew that I wasn't supposed to do that tour at that time. Because there were things that he, he knew that I needed to do. Yeah. If I would have done that tour, I wouldn't have been home Mm -hmm. to be focused, Mm -hmm. to be able to be pushed and even challenged to say Charmaine, you got to figure this out, girl.
3: Yeah. So was, you
0: really got to lead on the Lord. I would be playing catch up this year.
1: That's mm. crazy. I was going to ask you, do you feel like it's easier to, do you think of sometimes like, it's easier to go back to what I was doing. Yes. And not have to deal with all but this. But
2: that's what, that's what I called you. building. That's no. what I called you. You know what I'm saying? No.
1: Because that, that's why Brittany called That's you why I called you. That one time. No. Because
2: I knew. She was struggling with that. It was easier for me to do what I know then to move to where I feel like I need to, where I know I need to be, not even feel like, because I had plenty of signs, and I feel like the same way. Like how you feel about not getting that call for that tour, yeah, which would have been regular, right, very regular. And you know, you probably would have been like, hell yeah, like probably,
0: probably, absolutely. For me, I told Malcolm when he called when he called to talk about us not doing the tour. (laughs) You was like, that's not what I thought this was. I was like, (laughs) when he said we're getting ready to go on tour. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, we about to get back on the road. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But when he said, you know, things are going to be different this time, but just know that it's just this time, right? Mm -hmm. And so even with that, I was just like, all right, cool. Can you imagine where I would have been emotionally, mentally, if I wouldn't have written a children's book, yeah. if I would have started already selling cocoa bombs yeah, and had success pivot. with this, had success with that, I would have been broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I would have been like, what do I do?
2: Yeah, right. You start pivoting
1: before then. bro. Do, do you I know
0: how long been I've been waiting on this car? I've been waiting on this car for so long.
1: Right. You didn't tell yes. me what I didn't yes. think you were gonna going to say.
0: Right. <laughs> right. But even in that, it was done in excellence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so it made it, it made it easier for me to figure out the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though it was hard, it still made it easier for me to say, you've been here before. Mm -hmm. And you come out of it. Mm You know, you could, you could do it again. God knows you could do it again. God knows he do period.
2: And he, I think sometimes when you're so used to doing something and you're good at it, it's been working for so long for you, way longer than for us. You know what I'm saying? 15 years is a long time to be doing the same thing in excellence. But I feel like God knows to the point. I mean, I don't feel like I know he knows. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but it's like you, yourself, your rationale and realizing what he knows. It's yes. like, I told Malcolm, I said, if the money from this this business change that I've done now was moneying the way it used to money i know i would not
3: Have move towards what i
2: know i need to do yeah if i was me- like if the money was going like it was going yeah and it was just a quick shift and now we back at a hundred thousand dollars a month blah, blah 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 yeah yeah what am i doing Why? why would i be leaving that right i felt like it had to be how it was i had it couldn't do what it did yeah because i wouldn't be okay with just this ain't what it's supposed to be for me. I gotta do something different. And I'll never forget that. Day. I was sitting right there, that that exit right up the street. And I was getting I was sitting at the light and something said, call Charmaine. I said, Okay. What pastor say today? The Holy Spirit lead you.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
2: I said, okay. And I said, So when you started posting this cooking stuff, I remember that. I'm we how'd that go? i remember <laughs> like that. what 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 was that about like how do you do that when you know everybody knows you for singing everybody knows what you do so like how do you just do something that's not that i remember and that. she was like i love music i'm always love it i'm not in love with it like i was though no. and it was crazy because the exact thing that you said we had been on the phone for 45 seconds the exact thing that you said was the exact thing i had just told him yep
3: I and because of that
2: me. i was like, "Well." That'll do it.
3: The the said, That'll do it. That was the That'll decision
2: made. That'll
0: do it. That'll
2: do it. That'll do it. And
0: let's be clear: what you were talking about is it? Do you know? Do you believe that it's, It would just be so much easier for you to just go back and do what you what you what you used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be easier for me. Mm. It would not. Like I I think about it quite often. Mm. Like whenever Kirk, it's crazy because just last week we were eating with him, me and Tario and Isaac, and we went to eat with him, and I was just looking at him, and I'm just like, man. What am I gonna do when this man calls me to say he got yeah. a show or a tour? What you gonna do? What, you gonna do? Mm. what are you gonna do? You know, and it's not that I could do it, right? But it comes down to: Am I gonna have time to do it mm. at this point? Yeah, at this point, because I've opened myself up for God to do what God wants to do mm. for real mm-hmm. in my life and there's no resistance any longer and so because of that if i make a decision that goes against where i know god is taking me Mm -hmm. whoo that's hard you know know? i mean if it's meant to be it'll be yeah right but my focus i see so much i I see so much right now Mm -hmm. yeah you know that it's just like. It's hard to go back
1: to when, once you expanded up, your mind and, and your skill set and everything else. We call it popping a bubble. For us, yeah. when you're, in, us, a, when it was you're definitely in a space for a so bubble.
2: long. I think it's with anything that you do for a long, long, extended periods of time. Yeah. Like you develop right. a visual from that perspective for of sure. space. For sure. For sure. So it's like when you step on the outside of it, it's kind of hard to think about, especially when you create outside of it too. Right. To be like, ah, but if I go back, what a, what other things am i missing out on or limiting myself to doing whereas before you would look at like this is it this is the thing this is the thing that gets me everywhere I, everything and everywhere that i want to be but when you step on the out- outside of your perspective shifts right it's like you start to think of what that thing provides but what right. it also takes away from because exactly. at first it doesn't take away from anything right it just provides
1: right yeah. mm. All right, so the last section of the show. Okay. We got we got this thing called the comment section. Yeah. Okay. Where we um we uh reread uh we read a comment or a question that listeners have. Okay. That is based upon kind of the the episode and what we talk about. So okay. I'm about to read it. Okay. It says, so I'm reaching out because I've been feeling stuck in my current career for quite some time now, and I'm really feeling the pull to pursue something I'm truly passionate about. But the idea of leaving behind the familiar and comfortable and taking on the financial and professional risk of starting over is honestly terrifying to me. They said, how can I identify the right opportunity for myself and make the leap to pursue it while also being practical and managing the risk involved in such a significant life pivot? It's a loaded question.
0: It's super loaded. I don't know if this person is a believer or not, but You know, our pastor's teaching about the code right now, right? The cheat code and the cheat code to that would be prayer, right? Mm -hmm. That would be the first thing because, um, that's going to be, that's going to set the tone for how you move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if, if I could offer any more advice, it would be to still work your job, but in your extra time, you know, Extra time meaning you may not be able to watch the football game Mm -hmm. this Sunday. Mm -hmm. Take that two hours, three hours to really find something, whether it's literature, whether it's something on Instagram, TikTok. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have listened to you years ago about TikTok. TikTok, I see why the government is trying to ban TikTok. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it's a powerful tool.
0: It's a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. It will teach you. Anything that you want to know, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever that passion is, type that passion in, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and see what comes up based off of that word, and mm-hmm. just allow God to connect the dots for you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'll know. You'll know when it's time to quit that job and go full force, mm-hmm. go full throttle, step out on faith. Yeah, Thanks. Step out on faith
1: to me it sounds like this person has either responsibilities that are that's right. why they're dealing with like a, a battle between should i take the risk and should i not be safe should i be safe should i take the risk because they probably have some kind of um thing pulling them mm-hmm. to be in a safe and, and manageable space right and like you said prayer and i would be praying for wisdom
3: mm-hmm. absolutely
1: because at this point you need you need you need probably something that is going to keep you in this season. Right. But also they need to be working on their gifts and talents and maximizing the time that they have. And for me, I think I even struggle with that. Like, Mm -hmm. should I take a risk in this area? But I got a whole family, like whatever move I make. And this is what men struggle with. Okay. Whatever move we make, we know it affects our, our, our children, but our fiance, wife, whoever, our family entirety Mm -hmm. financially. So we try to we try to make the best decision possible. Right. And sometimes it seems like we we're anal about things or, or we're just, you know, we're not moving. But no, we're trying to move in a in a in a way that it makes the most sense for the entire picture. I believe that. And if this is a boy or a woman, I don't know who it is, but that'll be my advice is to is to seek wisdom.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And sure. I would say from a they both spoke to you on the spiritual side of it from the natural side of it is there's a way to prepare yourself to do those things to where you can have the flexibility and the comfortability to make those moves. And, um, one is look at this other bit. Like one, you have to be building it. Like Charmaine said on your, your, your free time to know what it's able to produce when you don't have time. Yeah. Because a lot of people feel like once they get free time and they're free of this thing, they're going to do more of that thing. And you're not. You're never going to do that. Because if you haven't learned how to manage it if with little, it's the same. I think I said this on another episode. Like, it always applies. If you cannot manage what you have in the little season, I mean, with the little time or whatever, you are not going to be able to understand how to do it when you have a large quantities of it. Yeah. So in that time, figure out how to um make that thing profitable at least so you know before you jump out there that there is some need for what you're doing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? People be out there leaping and it's like I did that. That my first right. My first thing in entrepreneurship was web development. And I just think because it's a very high skilled um um, what do you call it, business opportunity that everybody needed it. But what I didn't understand right. was marketing. I didn't know how to put myself out. I didn't know how to do all the other things Got that it. business would require for me to now get the clients that I needed to get to pay my bills. Yeah. Right. And so I was charging people out the out the, you know, um going crazy on them because I don't know if I'm gonna that. get another gig. You know what I mean? You, and so yeah. you have to learn the skill sets that are going to be required to run that business, but learn how to, um, you know, do other stuff. But the biggest thing that I want to say is financially work your job until your business can make you double or triple what you would make on that job. Yeah. When you when you know that you have the flexibility and then when it starts to do that, because you obviously don't need that money because your job was doing just fine. Because you don't need that money, put that money away yep. so that you now have six to 12 months of living expenses. which yes. you never make another dollar yep. from anything yep. that you would not be putting your family or yourself into, in jeopardy? Yep. Yeah. Jeopardy and yep. harm's way or homelessness. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, there's some me and Malcolm, we have wreckage. this running joke that there's some people like based off of what they do. Like, if you tell me you do this, I know you're homeless. <laughs> because sex. because sex. like most people don't you know steward well what you have now if you're building a business and you have a job steward your business money as a, it don't exist It doesn't exist because that will put you a leg ahead to where you're not even really concerned about the things that you're concerned about risk. And the thought about being terrified of that is simply because you don't know if that's going to be profitable and if it's going to be sustainable, if it is profitable. So if you go ahead and have that cushion, you can go experiment and know that things are still going to be taken care of. So steward well
0: in this season. Absolutely. And even while you're stewarding well, build business credit.
1: Oh yeah, that nice. you. In the meantime, learn how to leverage OPM. At the same time, yes, learn how to
0: leverage other people's money. At the same time, For sure. get into building business credit.
2: But you need to do it well because people be having business credit and they'll be knowing how to pay it yes, back. So people get very funded true. and don't know how to pay back. Okay, so very it's true. Some true. principles to learn. Yeah, some exactly. principles to learn in that. Whole exactly. Team. But um, me. this has been a uh, a full, fully packed episode. Yeah. Oh yes. We touched yeah. on a lot of stuff in this.
1: Yeah, we did. We did. This was dope.
2: Yeah, so this is the part of the show where we ended with a life lesson based off of the things that we talked about, which were a plethora. Uh, what's your
0: life lesson that you, you gathered from this? You know, for me, I just, you know, it's more of like an encouragement, mm-hmm. right? To let people know, please know and please believe there is more to your life mm-hmm. than just one thing, mm-hmm. right? Yes, you are a person that may work one job, or you just may do one thing, but there's more to your life. There has to be something that that you've experienced in life that Mm -hmm. is a solution to a problem Mm -hmm. that people need. Yeah, Think about that thing. And when you get that thing, act on that thing. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that will take you from A to B. Mm -hmm. And then eventually that'll take you from B to C. Mm -hmm. Until you get all the way to Z. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah. My life lesson will be... Just post it. Just post it. it. Y'all, I did this yesterday, right? I had this post. My lash was flicking up a little bit. So I'm like, (laughs) I don't really want to post it because (laughs) I don't want nobody to be like, her lash is about to fall off. (laughs) But I post it. I look back after we go to lunch. It has 10,000 plays. I believe it. I didn't say anything on the video. I believe it. I said not a word. And I literally said to him, just post it. I literally wasn't going to post it because of my one little thing and it didn't make sense or it's not close to the brand, just post it. Cause you don't know from which I already said. You don't even know the demand of what people want from you or would, would appreciate from you or we're going to hold, hone in on and build your business until you just post it. So yeah. just post
1: it. Fast. Yeah. I think my life lesson is pivoting doesn't mean failure. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause for me, I struggled with that at first. I'm thinking like, if I pivot now, that means I'm quitting something. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're quitting. Um, you're growing. Mm. So,
2: that's
3: good. That'll preach. That's what I learned. Well,
2: That's on, good. Though. All right. Well, this has been another episode of So Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your co-host Brittany Garrison.
1: I'm your co-host Malcolm Garrison.
2: And uh, you can follow me at Brittany denell on all platforms.
1: You can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison.
2: And this is our incredible guest uh, Charmaine Broom.
0: Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can purchase Absolutely. from you. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, Charmaine Broom. You can find me on Facebook, I Be Sheffin. TikTok, I be chefing. YouTube, I be, I'll be chef, chefing. Man. I just dropped a brand new uh, YouTube show. Uh, a complete season is done. the The full season isn't out yet, but parts of the season are out. And so, make sure you check that out. Um, follow, like, subscribe, share, tell your friend, and tell a friend. That was Cordy, because you hear that all the time. Nah, good. <laughs> tell no, a that's friend and tell a friend. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously though, tell a friend to tell a friend. Fast. Okay um and you can visit my website yes. com where you can find merch you can find my cookbooks ebook uh handheld book it's probably not even called that the it's not a paperback <laughs> it's like a what it's is firing? it called well is it i mean it is a, it's a it's a it's a hard copy it is a hard copy there okay. you go yeah, it's a, go. a copy, hard copy right go.
3: okay
0: um but yeah man i'm just i'm really excited and um not only do I be chefing, but I be vending. okay. I be vending? I be business crediting. I be, I be business I'm about to. I'm about to host my very first eight-week deep dive. Hey, let's get it. I've Come never done now. it a day in my
1: life. Come on now.
0: But it's a part of the pivot, right? Yes. There's more to me than just one, two, three, four, five things. I want all of the things. When does it start? It starts February 1st through March 22nd. Oh, Sheesh. sorry. By the time this comes out, guys. You're going to have to
2: catch the next eight weeks.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But follow, right, www.ibysheffin.com to stay um, on top of what's coming next because I'm, I'm going to do it again. So.
2: Awesome. Well, For listen, sure. We love it. Hey, listen, I'm excited. Um, So, yeah, do all the things that she said. Uh, so let's talk about the podcast. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe. tell a friend and tell a friend. Tell your mama. Um, tell period. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> she- period. it is Period. Uh, what do we say? Like, share, subscribe. Um, if you're listening to the Apple yes. Podcast, make sure that you rate and review and subscribe to the show um, and anywhere that you listen to your podcast and we'll see you guys on the next
1: episode. We out. Bye.